Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to DIY Business Podcast. I'm really excited because this is the first episode I'm sending to you from Scotland. So we just arrived last week and took a couple of days to settle here, not gonna lie, it's been stressful to pack up again and to make the long overland trip, but we are super, super lucky with the place that we're staying in. The weather has been beautiful so far. There's been rainy days, but it kind of felt really cozy, and then there's also really a lot of sunshine and the area that we're in is great and we've already seen a lot of art and met some friends and so I just feel really lucky that um, I get to work for myself from home and therefore experience different areas and experiment and just enjoy that freedom of um, yeah, being flexible in that way. So today's episode is all about launching without feeling icky, which I know is something that is on many people's hearts and minds. If you've been listening to my podcast and following my work for a while, you'll know that I have strong feelings about launching and that I've avoided it for a while and I found a way of, of running my business or a business model that was to a great extent launch free and I really loved that and enjoyed that. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about why that was and why I am now launching something and what the story behind that is. But most importantly, I want to share a couple of tools and frameworks or ideas and approaches that have really helped me find a way to launch now that feels good to me, that doesn't feel icky or um, overwhelming or, or salesy or anything like that. And I'm quite excited, you know, like doors haven't even opened yet, so I can't really speak to how successful this is going to be, but I know that I'm going to measure success in my own way anyway. So I'm just open to this being an experiment and I'm excited to see what happens. So I want to begin by talking a bit about why relaunching things. So as a business owner, if you come up with a new thing and that could be a service or a product or a course, obviously there comes a time where you're going to have to offer it to your market and you're going to have to start talking about it. Sometimes you will open and close the card, so to say, so there'll be a limit of time that people can buy something. Um, and other times there won't be. But that doesn't mean that you can't officially launch it in a way. So um, having kind of like a timeline with the launch isn't necessarily required to think about ways in which you can communicate your offering or bring something new to the market in a really exciting way. So um, I know people, for example, that offer services all year round, but they have specific periods each year where they're launching them. And that makes total sense because you're not always in this totally open energy where you're having feeler calls all the time or where you're talking about what you're offering a ton. Um, and for some of us, I think it can be really helpful to shift between these different energies. And for me, in the last two years, um, I actually wanted to be in a continuously open energy. I was feeling quite shy about committing to a closed group of people and leading them through an experience. Though I have made great experiences myself in being such programs, I really wanted to be able to let people join whenever they wanted and leave whenever they wanted. And I still do, and I'll talk also about that a little bit more in detail, but um, but I, I am also now seeing the value of launching a little bit more. And I think the reason why so many of us, including myself, are really resistant to launching is that 
it is so often done in a way that feels really icky and overwhelming um, there's a lot of comparison numbers fly around um, and it can kind of sometimes feel like the worst of capitalism really to be launched at so to say to be made to feel like we have to buy a certain thing in order to be a certain way or to become complete or you know to fill some kind of hole that really um, can't be filled with another product in a way um, and don't get me wrong I think that's there's so many beautiful people out there who offer really amazing tool like tools that can help you think about what what is missing in your life and establish practices and habits and ways of thinking that are really supportive but at the end of the day it's us who have to do the work and so I think it's a problem when we're being sold the idea that we can buy this thing that's going to fix us. So anyway, now I'm going to talk a little bit more about my story with launching. So I've, I'm in the fifth year of my business now, Yara Digital, um, and I also have dating rules, which you might know, which is a little bit younger. But anyway, I'm in my fifth year, so I feel like I've really arrived in this place that I've been wanting to be in all my 20s, and I'm really excited and happy and up for doing this work until I retire, which I'm not sure... Uh, when it's gonna ha when that's gonna happen but that's you know that's not the focus for now all I'm saying is that I feel that this work is sustainable for me I'm still really excited about it I'm still really excited about exploring it from different angles serving more people being more creative um yeah just just finding myself more in that process and in the work that I do and in the first two years of my business, I wasn't really launching anything in a conventional sense. I just one day was kind of ready to start offering web design packages. And I was at the time really off active in Facebook groups. And I just said to a couple of people, you know, like, hey, um, I can help you with that. Um, this is my price. This is what I can offer. And then some people said yes. And that's how it all started. So I never at the time really had like an email campaign or um a ton of social media strategy or even like a really good website to be honest my own website um looking back now it just really wasn't that great and I, I learned a ton in the meantime and that makes total sense so um yeah that's just the way it is and the journey so the first two years like I said I was mainly working through recommendations I would build a website for someone they would recommend me to their friends and it kind of grew from there and I really really liked it that way because it felt organic and I didn't have a ton of overhead which was great because I also didn't have a ton of money I just kind of started this business really deep in my overdraft and so working this way has really worked for me and it it helped me really get to know my clients and what they're struggling with. And I kind of feel like these first two years, I was often advised or even like shouted at about developing courses and programs and making passive income. And I'm really glad that I took my time because I needed to become confident in myself as a teacher. I needed to learn a lot more about the tools that I wanted to share eventually and also I just needed to grow into myself as an entrepreneur which was like a journey in itself so I'm really glad I took my time and then about two or two and a half years in I created my first course which was a DIY web design wordpress course and I spent a ton a ton of time energy and money into the production of the course without really having any plan about how to launch it I had this sense that it was something that was needed and I you know I was hearing from people all the time they really wanted to learn how 
they could make their own website and I was like great I can teach you I taught myself I'm really excited about this but I didn't really have a system in place to kind of you know um, spread the word create excitement I, I was really vague about my pricing and I had a very small newsletter list and not a huge social media following so in a way you could say that that launch flopped um I didn't, within the first three months, even make the money bag that I spent on the production. But that was really so important to me because I got to experiment with myself, by myself. You know, I was just being playful. I was seeing what I could do by myself. And I just wasn't ready in my headspace yet to make an investment to get support from someone else um, and to really take that to the next level. And that's okay because... Um, you know, like I, I still funded my life. I had great experience. I lived in different places. I had, you know, like had a modest but good income and things grew from there. And so, yeah, anyway, <laughs> and then two years ago, roughly two years ago, I can't be super sure now, but, um, I kind of attempted to launch properly for the first time. So I ran a free, um, summer workshop series. I think it was called a DIY summer school. Um, and it was six workshops that people could sign up for. And it was really amazing. It was such a cool playground because I really grew my list. I got to know so many people, tons and tons of people really showed up for those live workshops. And that, gave me so much confidence in teaching and getting organized around preparing materials and communicating and sending out emails and all that kind of stuff. So that was really cool. And my plan was that I would, in July and August, offer all these free workshops. So I was really pouring so much energy into that. Like this is probably that was an offering that other people would have charged like $500 for. But I was just like so keen on over-delivering and then selling something that I kind of went crazy in a way and when September came and it was time to launch I totally freaked out and I want to be super honest and I'm really embarrassed about this but basically I sent like one or two emails and said hey so you know I hope you had a great time in my free summer challenge and if you want to take this further here's what I now offer to a small group of people and I want to lead you through this bigger course that's going to kind of deepen your understanding and um ability to work with these things and I didn't have signups within 24 hours and then two came in with it within a couple of days but I took it down I just stopped because I was so anxious and so freaked out and I knew I could only make this work financially for myself um, if I had at least 12 to 20 people sign up because otherwise I would just spend way too much time and energy delivering the program and the price was pretty low as well. So I just couldn't justify doing that. And I didn't have a strategy in place to really promote it in a way that would get those people together. So I just took it down and said, okay, you know, this was a great experience. It, it gave me confidence as a teacher. And I've grown my list and my community. And I've served a lot of people for free. And that was it. <coughs> um, and... And I think many people make that experience. I, I know it's not me. Uh, it's not just me. So that feels good to remember. Um, and then um, another year after that, or actually just half a year after that, I came across Patreon and get re got really excited. And I still am. I think Patreon has made such a huge difference in my business um, and in the way that, you know, like on a bigger scale, how I see 
my life unfolding and what potential I see and how much I love teaching and community building. So I have 160 patrons right now, which is phenomenal. I'm so excited um, to be serving these people and I'm so honored that they've decided to support my work with a small pledge every month. And it's really worked for me to just you know, think about what I wanted to offer and just let people sign up for that anytime. So um, in the past, um, I was offering basically two programs through the Patreon. Actually, no, it's three. Hang on. So um, the first program I started offering is called The Magic of Embodiment, and people can pledge 3 7 or $11 and receive access to monthly packages of self-care and magic and there's meditations and tarot spreads and fog herbal and recipes and ritual ideas and it's really cool and we also meet once a month um, to um, write and journal together and do some self-care and community care and that feels really cool and it has grown really quickly it was really easy so there was no big launching I just started talking about it on Instagram and on my podcast and my newsletter and it was pretty, you know, it is it is really affordable and accessible um, relatively. Obviously, it would never be accessible for everyone, but relatively accessible, definitely. And so, yes, lots of people said yes to that, which is really great. And then uh, another thing I offered in spring this year was a 33-day journaling um, program called A Season of Radical Love, where people get a journaling prompt every day, and it's also accessible to all patrons, and I, that was such fun to create, and such fun to go through with everyone as well, and then um, my other big offering is the DOA Business School, and that used to be available for a pledge of $11 on Patreon, and it is now no longer available that way because um, I've made it a lot richer. I've re-recorded all the videos. There's group coaching calls now. So it's going to cost a little bit more money, though not a ton, and it's still um, really affordable as a whole, on the whole, comparably. Um, but yeah, so that's been really fun. And I, I kind of launched the Patreon in the sense that there were periods where I was offering free one-card readings for everyone who signed up that week, or um, I was... Um, you know, like really having a focus on promoting one particular offering, such as the season of radical love, so that everyone could start it together. Um, but in other ways, if you wanted to see a launch as something that happens in a specific period of time, then I never did that because it was always open and it always is open and people can leave anytime. So yeah, this this is my story with launching. And now we're arriving kind of in this summer and I'm relaunching the DOI Small Business School. Um, I have loved teaching this program for a year now and I've seen people have really amazing results and it's been just incredible to teach what I've learned over the years and to kind of yeah, facilitate this way of building a business that, that I feel is I don't want to say unique because you know obviously we're all special snowflakes and stuff but I do feel like there's an emphasis in my work on doing stuff yourself and being um, authentic and relatable and making things fun and being honest and grounded and, and nurturing um, and also creating really low cost uh, software systems and keeping things really affordable and easy to manage so those things are really important to me and starting in late August we'll have monthly group coaching calls there will be monthly live workshops 
um, there will be more um, participation and love in the community over on my two networks. And I will also offer quarterly business planning workshops. And because these are the things that after running this program for a year, I've really seen were missing in a way. I really think that the core program with the video trainings that I have recorded is really comprehensive and really teaches you everything you need to know from putting together offerings to social media strategy to thinking about building a newsletter list and all that kind of stuff. But it is also really hard to really implement all of that if you don't have the support of a group. So that's something that I really wanted to offer. And in that sense, it does now make sense to launch this in a way but there's lots of things, lots of ways around that launch that I'm doing a little bit differently. So I'm just wanting to share my process in case there's something here in that framework that could work for you too if you're thinking about launching something. So the, I've kind of identified three focus points. The first one is honesty. I really want to be upfront with the information that I'm giving people. So the DIY Business School is going to be $222 in the pre-launch period starting on August 15th. And I haven't totally decided when it's going to end yet, but I will let you know as soon as possible. And you will definitely know and there will be plenty of time to decide um, and make decisions. Um, there will be payment plans as well, so um, you can make three to six payments, whatever works best for you, and they won't be um, uh, more expensive than the one-off payment. So it's just totally up to you how many payments you want to make, but I'm not going to punish you for um, taking longer to pay, which is totally okay. Um, another part of honesty for me is also giving people plenty of notice and time to make that decision. So I've put together a sales page on my website and I'm really trying to be super clear about what this program is and isn't so that people have enough time and space to decide whether it's for them or not. Um, and speaking about what it is not, I also want to be clear that it's not one-on-one -on -one support, for example, and people still have to do the work and, you know, put in the energy for whatever it is that they want to get out of it. I think that's especially true for the community. I think I love, love, love my network and my two networks, but people do get out of it what they put in. That is generally how it goes with groups, and this program is no different. So I can't promise people that they will be supported by 20 people if all they ever do is show up once a year to ask a question you know I think this is like a mutual exchange and something that we have to grow together and I also can't promise people that they'll make a certain income or that the journey of building a business is going to be easy for them it wasn't always easy for me and we're all in such different places we all have different privileges and backgrounds and abilities and skills and resources um, to utilize so I just really can't make any promises around that. Um, another part of honesty for me is being really open to questions. So I have a, an FAQ question a section, but then I also have a little form where you can send in other questions that you might have. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that's it. So those things I kind of I have identified as, as part of really wanting to be honest. Um, and then the next kind of focus point for me is generosity. So I'm trying to focus on creating value in my community rather than throw throwing money at, at companies all the time. I will be running some social media ads and I'm not sure yet what my budget is going to be and exactly what that's going to look like. That's actually something I'm going to look at later tonight and I'm not 
you know, I'm, I'm just not sure yet, but basically really my focus is on the giveaway, um, which you're super welcome to take part in. I'm giving away lifetime access, one spot at a DIY business school, as well as five hours of personal mentoring with me, which is really exciting and actually not available in that form anymore. So that's worth over a bit over $600 and you can uh, share share you can enter through the link in my uh, show notes or in the blog post and if you share the giveaway um you'll also get more entries so i think this is a cool way of building community and giving value away rather than running ads and giving more money to social media companies um i'm also creating a bunch of freebies with the intention to be of service so i'm communicating clearly with the freebies that people do sign up for my newsletter when they um you know when they sign up they will hear about me offering something but they can opt out anytime and I also think that I want to be really clear that I'm super happy for people to take that offer even if they know they'll never buy the business school for whatever reason either because maybe they can't afford it it's not the right time they're not sure if that's really for them all of that is totally cool if you just want to come to my workshops or you want to do the free mina course but you know the, the school is not going to be for you that's okay I still really think that offering something for free <clears throat> is a great way to build community and give people a chance to get to know your teaching sky as well because the, the school is a is an investment and you I think should have a feeling for what I'm like and what you can learn from me before you make that decision so I feel good about um, having freebies and doing this giveaway and then the last focus point is community so I'm asking a lot for feedback especially with the people that are already in the program I really want to be sure that I'm solving problems that people actually have rather than kind of inventing problems that no one needs or giving people the feeling that they're not enough or that they have to you know do something differently or be differently in order to be successful um, I also want to create a sense of collaboration rather than comparison. And so one thing I'm doing, for example, is that I'm encouraging people to share in the group what they're currently working on. And I think because there can sometimes be the kind of like, yeah, culture of just promoting um, like it's no one's business and never giving any value in Facebook groups, we as community hosts sometimes think that it's not safe to let people promote but I think actually especially in my community has gone the other way that people feel really shy and they don't want to be you know promoting too much or be salesy um, but actually they are so lovely and are showing up for other people all the time and so I totally want to give them the space to share what they're currently working on and to ask to feed for feedback and maybe find people in, that are interested in what they have to offer so I think we just have to really find ways um of trading with each other in community that feel good and honest and transparent and and I know it's possible I really want to do it so yeah these are my kind of my three underlying focus points honesty generosity and building community and the practical things that I'm doing is one is the giveaway I'm using kingsumo.com for the giveaway and that's free I'm using the free version and then I'm running a workshop later in August about more ethical ways of marketing a business and building a business, which I'm really excited about. You'll be obviously the first to hear about it. 
and then I'm going to be sending a couple of newsletters, I'll be posting a ton of Instagram, I'll do some video streams, maybe I'll be live even if I'm really brave. So those are the kinds of the things that I'm doing and I might be adding some ads as well, I'm not sure yet. Um, tricky decision, not gonna lie. But let's see what's happening. <laughs> if you see my ad, please like it, that would be amazing. And yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. I think in September I'll record another episode to kind of recap what I learned from this launch and how the community has grown. And if you have any questions or if there's anything that you want to add in the meantime, then obviously please let me know. I do think that launching can make sense sometimes in and and times where we want to bring close groups of people together to be in an experience together, or if we have seasonal products, or or quite frankly, honestly, if we need a catch infusion in our businesses, I think that that's not something we talk about enough. You know, I think that's so valid and fair to say. Actually, working for myself is pretty precarious, and what for whatever reason I need a cash infusion right now. I'm moving houses, for example, in autumn, and I'm not sure yet where I'm going to move. And so that is a big factor for me, and I think that is fair to say as a business owner, I need cash. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening, for being here. Really want to hear your thoughts and I hope that you will check the giveaway out and let me know if you have any questions about that. Thank you so much.